This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. The fish were squished, and it was (laughs) dominant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Victory Monday episode of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Matt Bovey, Sal Capaccio, joining you after the Bills just unbelievable 48 to 20 win against the Miami Dolphins they improved to 3 and 1 on the season and that was a statement really to not just the AFC East but maybe the rest of the NFL that hey you slept on the Bills probably sooner than you should have and they are still very much a contender and a team that could win it all absolutely matt you know first of all for anybody watching on video my apologies i'm in a little dark space here i took my friends i've a bunch of friends up from florida been talking about it all week at this game, I had a Dolphins. These are friends of mine from Florida. A Dolphins fan, yes, sorry. Dolphins fan, Patriots fan, Bears fan, Steelers fan, and a Bills fan. Took them out for some pizza and wings here in Buffalo. We're having a great time. Everybody's hooting and hollering. Buffalo's feeling great, right? You said it. The Bills, what an excellent game, a statement game. Fans are feeling great. Great weather, Northside Orchard Park. Sean McDermott said the loudest that he's heard that stadium in his time as a coach. I agree. As someone on the sidelines, it was incredible. I think the – um. The, the Bills defense did a great job to disrupt the Miami passing game and the timing and the rhythm as well. That's how important it was. But what a fantastic game. 48 to 20, the Bills win. And now they're back on top of the AFC East after four weeks. Let me own it right off the top. I did not think that this game was going to go this way. I didn't necessarily think that, you know, it was going to be like a blowout one way or another. I just thought the Dolphins were going to give the Bills a really tough game. Maybe I was too low on the Bills. Maybe I was a little bit too high on the Dolphins. As my punishment, I am going to read some of the comments that people said about me on the YouTube video that we posted (laughs) for the last episode. Uh, This is from Fitz Amish Rifle. Matt Beauvais is a Debbie Downer, leaning too heavy on the Dolphins. You were right. I leaned too heavy on the Dolphins. This one is from Kevin. This is my personal favorite. Matt Beauvais is poop. 
And then yes. there were a few that were just saying, hey, Sal, like you that. need a new co-host. So, okay, <laughs> I apologize. Maybe I thought the Dolphins oh. were better than they actually are. Maybe I didn't give the Bills enough credit. I think it was a little bit of both. I was oh. very going into this game. I thought it was going to be a really close game. And then in the first quarter, when both teams went back and forth, back and forth, the first couple drives, Miami moved the ball with more ease than the Bills did. And I was like, man, the margin for error for the Bills defense or for the Bills offense is so small. Because if they go three and out or if they don't get points, I don't know how they're going to stop the Dolphins. But then in the second quarter, something flipped. And I know like we'll talk about Josh Allen plenty on this episode of the podcast and Stefan Diggs. They were both exceptional. The defense was incredible today. It went from 70 points Miami scored to 20. That's remarkable, especially when you consider that it was just, what, six points in the second half? That's unbelievable. All right, Matt, let me take it even a step further because what you said is right about the first two drives. How about this? I just did the numbers. First two drive for the, drives for the Dolphins, 14 plays, 142 yards, average 10.1 yards per play, 14 Crazy. points. The rest of the game, 250-some-odd yards. I can't remember the exact number. Five yards a play. The Bills were really great after those first two drives, and I think it took them two drives to get used to the speed, to get used to what Miami was doing. Some players talked about being in the flow of the game. No doubt about it. But I think this conversation has to start and continue on with Sean McDermott as a defensive yeah. coach. Yeah. Give this man his credit. I mean, what a great job Sean McDermott did with this defense throughout the day, preparing them and getting them ready to play. And of course, the players did the work and they did a great job. We can talk about some of the individuals. I think Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott deserves a ton of credit for this game leading up to it all week and then how they played it out throughout the game. Not only the overall result, but as we pointed out, the adjustments made after those first two drives, especially. Hey, it's Sal Capaccio from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day, your weekly source for all things Buffalo Bills. Right on time, your time. In the car, navigate the streets with NFL wisdom in your ear. We accompany every errand you need to run. Washing the windows or vacuuming the carpets? Don't just clean, conquer. Podcasts make you more productive because we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow It's Always Game Day in Buffalo in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I don't want to take anything. This is not meant to be like a slight or take anything away from the Bills. The Bills' defensive line was a huge – The it was the massive mismatch in this game, and that proved to get more and more and more effective as the game went on. You know, those first couple drives, the ball is getting out of Tua's hand so fast that there's really not even a way for them to impact it unless they can deflect a ball. Then they're already without Connor Williams, who is a better player on right. their interior offensive line. So now they've got a backup center in. And then Teron Armstead gets hurt late in the first half. And then at that point, it was like a field day for the Bills because then they were able to impact the play in so many different ways, whether it was getting their hand on balls and tipping them or getting in passing lanes or obviously sacking Tua. I mean, Tua had been sacked one time Once. before the game. And then you look and see what the Bills did today. So, yeah, I mean, I think defensively, Sean McDermott has done an incredible job so far this season. And this was the first real big test. It was like, okay, you did really well against the Raiders and against the Commanders. Now let's see what you can do against a really good offense. What some people thought might be the best offense in the NFL. I was one of those yeah. people. 
and hey, you hold but, for 20 But it still is. There, there's no, there, it, it still might be the best offense. Maybe the Bills are, but I don't think there's any shame in thinking all the things you thought, Matt, about the Miami Dolphins offense. They were, they were watching that speed up close is incredible. I just think that speaks to how great of a job the Bills did on defense, too. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that it's one of those things. We'll talk more about the Tredavious White injury later in the podcast. But my just kind of really quick thought on that is, first off, I feel terrible for Trey. It's awful. It's a huge loss for them on and off the field. But I think this team is equipped to handle losses in the secondary like Trey or like Jordan Poyer in the short term. You don't want to lose any of these people. But because their defensive line is so dominant, and because they're about to add another elite pass rusher to that mix, it gives the opposing offenses less wiggle room or less margin for error because you were getting to them consistently and your pressure is coming from every which way. And we saw that today. Greg Rousseau is becoming a dude uh, in this league. We talked yeah. about him before the season about breakout candidate Greg Rousseau. Well, guess what? He is breaking out. Daquan Jones, everybody says, oh, you know, he's so slept on. Nobody talks about him. We're talking about him because he's really, really awesome. Ed Oliver has just continued to elevate his game, and it happens every single week. And Leonard Floyd, you know, Leonard Floyd in the locker room after the game was like, nobody should talk to me because I didn't get a sack today, and I feel a little bit left out. I thought Leonard Floyd was making his presence felt. Basically, I don't want to say the entire game, but basically when I talk about the defense and I'm giving them their flowers, it's everything after the first two offensive possessions for the Dolphins. Everything after that, that's when the Bills turned it up a notch and were really, really dominant. Yeah, what I love, too, is as you just mentioned, Greg Rousseau, we're talking about players. I mean, Bills defense, it's kind of come from different players every week, right? Now, yes, you have your main stage and you see the guys in the stat sheet, but like, the first week, Matt Milano, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, amazing. And the Raiders game, amazing. Last week, it was Terrell Bernard, who was unbelievable for the Buffalo Bills. Today, the Bills, look at the secondary. Micah High with the interception. Taylor Rapp had six tackles. And, of course, that defensive line, Greg Rousseau, two sacks. Ed Oliver was incredible, I thought. The defensive line came to play. They had four sacks, as you said. That is three more than two ahead against him all season through three games leading to this point. The defense was unbelievable today. One of, we will talk about one, Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't know why I don't do this more often, but when I'm taking, you know, when I'm watching the game, I take notes and I have a bunch of the notes still on my laptop here. I don't know why I don't just read these on the podcast every week. But the first <laughs> note that I have is Bernard is making great checks in real time and looks like he has complete control of the defense. And that's not specifically to one player or anything, but I just was kind of locked in on Bernard. And one of the things that you talked about a lot this week was all of the extra stuff that you got to kind of be aware of that the Dolphins do, all the pre-snap motion and the eye discipline. And I think some people might roll their eyes, no pun intended, at that and be like, okay, how big of a deal is that? And I remember watching the linebackers at practice, Bernard and Milano, and they're like, okay, when this happens, this is where you go. When this happens, this is where you go. And he was almost like, you know, one of those people at the airport with the two lights in his hands, like moving everybody (laughs) around. And for somebody who is still learning the game and has only started five games it's impressive to see him take that command you know he gets another takeaway today he gets the fumble recovery he had the pass that you know he tips and then ultimately gets caught I think by Waddle or whoever it was on the next play but you know that could have been a turnover play he he just looks like he belongs and when you put somebody who looks like they belong next to Matt Milano, who doesn't just belong, but who is a dominant player, 
it's a scary combination for the Bills. And it was again today. And I know that if you look at just the numbers, the Dolphins had some success on the ground today, but I think that was a little bit almost by design. I think the Bills were kind of like, sure, oh, inviting yeah. it. Like, yeah, sure. Like, you're down big at this point. Like, yeah, you don't want to give up a 50 yard run to HN, but it's like, okay, if you're going to take time off the clock and run the ball, we will gladly let you get six, seven yards of carry. We just don't want you to take us over the top. 48 to 20, Bills win over the Miami Dolphins in a big game in the AFC East. Let's go to the offensive side. 